You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 255. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my very talented co-host, Rigel. Yeah. Rigel in the building. I am returned. You have returned. You have cometh. And, yes. uh, oh, I've come. Fresh off, folks. We're doing it. Hey, that's right. Doing it live. That's right. That is true indeed, yo. And, uh, and, you know, it's, uh, starting to become a trend, man, because it's kind of like, all right, it's either one is here and one decides to, like, uh, might have some other things they, they got going on. But uh, we're missing. We're, uh, yeah, we're tag team. We're, tag team. <laughs> <laughs> we're missing Ant, yo, man. So uh, Ant is out this week, but it's all good, man, because, uh, you know, last week, of course, Ant was on talking about the wrestling, man, the comic section 254 ringside edition, where we got into the whole WWE Survivor Series and um, Ant and Sean and Melissa's favorite CM Punk, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, ooh, you're going to talk about that. You're going again. We're going to talk about that. Nasty email. Uh, I, I would like to share that. That, uh, with my thoughts on the CM Punk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, because I know you're not the biggest wrestling connoisseur, so I'm no. very interested to hear your take on uh, the CM Punk from the novice, pro- if that's okay to say. Nope, perfectly okay. fine. Right. Well okay. earned, novice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was actually there with that. We were watching the uh, the the WrestleMania, the survival of the survival of the fittest. Yeah, Survivor Series. Survivor yeah. Series. Survivor yeah, yeah. Series. War games. games. That's it. War games. I, yeah. just, I remember the Black Sabbath song just kept playing on over and over. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, no, I was watching. I was having a good time. I'm mainly watching it, just paying attention to wrestlers I care about. <laughs> Ripley. <laughs> oh, wait, well, yeah, you're course. not wrong. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, then the the scene changed, and then this middle-aged dude in a white T-shirt showed up, oh, and I was like, man. okay, yeah. and then Ant just got really pissed off. I was like, yeah, middle-aged <laughs> white men will do that to you. I mean, that, that's it. So that, that's uh, my takeaway. It's just like, oh, okay, a middle-aged white dude's here. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, he did what now? Okay, fuck him. So, right? Yeah. Exactly. See, that, <laughs> see that's this, it. Yeah. this is how I feel. Remember now, we were talking about, like, it's the same analogy of, like, I want to sit in a movie theater with y'all watching Star Wars. So I can like, oh, I'm supposed to be mad at this? Okay, okay yeah, fuck All it. Right, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that was hilarious, yo, because, man, Ant was so mad, yo. Oh, they that Ant, ruined their night. Yeah. I can guarantee you. CM Punk came in and pissed in their chariot. Ant put it in the group chat. It was like, we need Sean and Melissa next week. Now, it was like, damn, all right, okay, you got it, buddy. You know, I don't, you know, it was a great, that was hilarious but uh but yeah if you haven't checked out the episode issue 254 is out right now and uh it's gonna be full of laughs and uh you know in-depth insight because of course sean melissa and and wrestling experts to the t so uh yeah man so uh check that out but uh how's your week been though 
My week has been very good. Uh, so to to give you a quick little little update. Yeah, what were you doing, man? You, some, you had a week off. I had a week off, <laughs> and so uh, during during Black Friday, uh, Alicia and I actually went halvesies on a new computer. Hey! <laughs> All right. Mainly because we've desperately needed one. Both of our laptops are over a decade old now. Oh, okay. Right. So we were like, you know, let's go ahead and do it. And while we're at it, let's just go ahead and get a new desktop computer ooh, that you, we can ooh, like ooh. Play, play games on and whatnot are you talking that talk right now yeah all right, all right. yeah so here's here's the thing though so we we bought the desktop computer everything's uh going great we get it all uh hooked up and everything but mm-hmm. like it's barely connecting to our wi-fi and our house isn't that big but like where the wi-fi router is yeah it's the exact opposite of where the computer the, is oh, in, my, in my office in our okay house. okay so i was like okay maybe it's just like the the distance of the the router mm-hmm. it's taking it forever to download anything or do mm-hmm. anything i'm just like man this this kind of stinks oh. and then at, i i don't know i don't know how she she found it or how she figured it out yeah and this is going to be me showing my age okay oh, oh you, all you right. remember what wi-fi antennas look yeah. like right mm-hmm. yeah describe a wi-fi antenna for me oh yeah uh, just describe one real oh fast. just the one well, that i remember yeah. so uh basically the wi-fi antenna is like the uh the little it's it's kind of like well i'm thinking of an extender but then i'm right. thinking like yeah so like the little plug-in yeah and then they have like the uh literally the antennas little, yeah, they yeah. Literal antennas yeah, now. yeah 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 ours didn't have that ours Uh-oh. was like this new little sleek black thing Ooh. so like when i was opening up the box and putting everything away i was like I don't know what this is. I just put it over to the uh, side and didn't touch it again. <laughs> so then Wait. Alicia comes in and we're talking about this little internet and she's like, Rigel, this is the Wi-Fi adapter <laughs> right here. It's like, you dink. I was like, like no. Oh. oh, and then I see where right. it like screws in perfectly. The uh, second we do it, boom. the Matt Wi-Fi is immaculate. Light it goes change. from barely being able to download a nine gigabyte game in a day to downloading a 30 gigabyte game within an hour. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, like, man. Uh, yeah. Now that that's uh, me showing my age. Cause yeah. Yeah, you remember bunny ears. I remember. Yeah. The bunny ears. I'm right there with you. Um, especially you taking it out the box. You're like, what? What? I yeah. I don't need this. Like, why did I put this in here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And did they like at least market like to where like when you're taking it out, it's just there. It doesn't have like a, I'm thinking like, hey, sign. It, this is uh, the Wi-Fi <laughs> antenna that you need. It was just like. It, uh, I, I don't. R- I don't recall. I got I'm going to play the fifth on that one. <laughs> Good job. Good I'm job. Play the fifth. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm but with you. The the computer is going great. Um, I'm actually really excited because I'll be able to start doing like more video stuff. Like for what oh, I'll yeah, actually man. be able to show video that we've been recording for yeah, for, man. Forever. Oh no, yeah, uh, we we got a good library, man. Yeah. Building up, man. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so with our computer, because we got it on Black Friday, it yeah. came with a month of Xbox Game Pass. Ooh, and. I'm going to tell you now. I know Ant's been talking about Xbox Game Pass already. Uh-huh. That shit's worth every penny already. Okay. I'm right. looking at it and the catalog of games that come with it. Like there are freaking triple A titles in there that are like just there immediately. Like the uh, the new Starfield, the new Bethesda yes, game. Yes. Yes. That's right. there already. And all you have to do is pay like it's only $15 a month, $16 a month come maybe. On, come on, man. And it's like you get all of these games. It's nothing. You know that, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like. For for stuff that like yeah brand new games that like just came out this year like holy shit yeah. so <laughs> I highly recommend I, I I am part of the uh, the PC team nowadays. Yeah, Microsoft's killing it. <laughs> 
Heck yeah, man. Well, that is awesome, man. Awesome, awesome news, yo. So uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely excited because uh, it's definitely going to be some uh, some cool additions to the show. And uh, yeah, I, I know my week has been great. It's been amazing. And, uh, and I can't wait to talk about that in more detail yeah. on uh, on the next upcoming episode. Uh, but, you know, I'm just going to say I'm going to be on an adventure. That's all I'll say. And I'll leave it at that. But uh, speaking of adventure, though, man, I'm glad you're here because uh, we got a lot to uh, to unpack because, my God. We do. Everything yes. seemed like it dropped at once. <laughs> like trailer after trailer, news after news, as always. I mean, the news cycle is always like nonstop, 24-7. So uh, you ready to go ahead and jump into breaking news headlines? Oh, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump right in. Yeah. All right, guys, breaking news headlines, and uh, this is very interesting, man. Um, when was the last time you remember a book being banned, like, in your lifetime? Remember Ooh, that? I mean, uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. I, obviously, the Harry Potter series is, like, the ones that are, like, kind of quintessential remembering book banning. We, it almost happened again with uh, freaking the, the 1619 Project. Yes. And with, um, I feel like it, it did start to get banned. There was a mouse, but that's, like, an older uh, graphic novel. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. it, that made sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not make sense in the sense of, like, oh, yeah, of course they would ban that. But, uh, like, uh. You, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, it was older time period right so. right but uh so what's what's the deal what's the news with uh <sighs> with this recent banning well uh you brought up harry potter and uh, another very popular ip in the uh the nerd verse and pop culture uh hunger games hunger games the hunger games uh i guess has been banned in the u.s oh. uh, appa uh -oh. yeah apparently uh -oh. <laughs> uh -oh. yeah right hold on man hold on the hunger games y'all like so apparently making me a little nervous a here little chief bit, uh, a little bit so uh they're saying that uh, a couple of news articles are accusing the ip or the book series of violence anti-family themes occult or religious references and um, also just themes of rebel rebellion against and challenging authority. So <laughs> those are the reasons why the Hunger Games, and it's because it's a young adult, you know, novel. So I guess like the powers that be uh, are like, oh, we got to stop this because, you know, uh, these young minds could get corrupted. And, you know, all this uh, woke culture that's out here. Uh -huh. We're going to ban this right here. So uh, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, wait, they still banning books out here? Right. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I was like, what? So is this, this is banned? Like it's now banned across the nation? That's the like, thing. What's the I was trying to look further into it, but uh i they say it's booked or banned across the nation but i'm just not really seeing it like i i still feel like you could buy it oh, and yeah. not, not unless you can i mean i don't even see the price going up but now that this article came out uh, i guess it will go up i just i don't know man this is the first i've heard of this and uh, for our listeners out there this might be the first y'all have heard of it or maybe y'all are more in depth than than uh, i am for sure especially on this matter but i like i saw the article literally like a day ago and yeah apparently it's just because of uh you know it could be seen as a threat to governments so there you go huh okay there you go yeah so. 
I think it might be, it, it's, it looks like it might be like abandoned schools from what I'm seeing. Right. So it would make sense why, yeah, you can still buy it in a bookstore, just like you can buy any banned book in a, in a bookstore. But right. like school libraries will no longer be carrying it, I guess, from, from this point forward. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, and <laughs> drop this here. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and yeah, there, there, there's a reason why the, the, uh, the, powers that be That's are, right. are, powers so, to be. are so scared of the book. It's like, yeah, no, it's because it literally questions everything that yeah. you put down. Right. Like Panem is, is supposed to be like a dystopian messed up version of America, like to its umpteenth degree. Mm -hmm. Something In the reviews, I'm actually going to talk about how uh, I went through the audiobook for The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the prequel for all of this. Yeah. And going through that, I was like, no, this series has like a lot of great themes, a mm. lot of great messaging to it. And okay. I mean, yeah, there's rebellious behavior, but it's rebellious behavior against an entire system that's okay with pooling children into death games mm -hmm. and then subjugating people under their will as like corporations and people and like the top echelons of the government yeah. profit from all of that. Right. So, um, yeah, no. Yeah, I, right? If if that's something that scares you, get shit on. <laughs> like I I don't know what else to say. Like yeah, yeah like be do better. Be yeah. better. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, man. It's just oh my gosh, yo. We're we're living in some times, yo. Like I really do. Sometimes I sit up and think about. I reminisce about the times that I was a kid, but also. I think about now all the knowledge that we have or the information mm. that's out there and you look back on it, it's like, dang, would I really want to go back? Like not know, or would you want to go back to a certain period, not knowing what you know now and just going, or would you go back? Like would your view of everything change now that the information that you have now, if you go back, so you go back to the nineties with the information you have now, you're going to look at it a little different, I would oh, yeah. think, right? Yeah, and definitely. like you know, you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is so amazing, and you like find out, oh, the creator of this is actually this, or this person is really not the best person in the world. But you're, you're saying all that, I'm immediately thinking of Run and Stumpy right now. Where it's like to this day, <laughs> oh I love that cartoon. I love the gags in that cartoon. Yeah. but that creator can get fucked. Yeah, that man is a abominable monster that's what i'm saying yeah. that's yeah. what i'm saying and like you bring up i mean ren and snippy nickelodeon like the, how they treated the kids and all oh, the, God, the stuff yeah. that's been going on that's coming out to light now so it's like damn man dude i don't know man it, it, we're just definitely living in in a time where so much information is out there that uh the powers that be don't want it out there uh hunger mm. games you're on the list but uh yeah, that was interesting, man. I just I got a kick out of it. I'm like, dang, but they banned the Hunger Games. That's crazy. Hey, you know what? I I'll go ahead and say this: a book being banned, that's a good thing. Yeah. And not no. Okay, no, not a good thing. No, okay. don't don't take that out of your context. <laughs> Wait a minute, don't take that out of your context. I mean, it's out there. You put it out there. It's good when a when a good when a book gets banned for being anti-authoritarian because okay. that way you know okay no there's something going on with right. with your government with something happening yeah. with the powers that be that yeah. are like yeah so i encourage people like look at your list of like books that are banned uh -huh. and read them read them read them yeah. figure out like why someone would not want you to to read this book cuz i just think of uh, the, like one of the more famous one fahrenheit uh, 451. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, favorites. that's the one that, that immediately always comes to mind. Because as a kid, I remember that book being banned. 
still. So such a such a good read. I think I read that book specifically knowing that it was one of those like banned so we'll books. Do something bad. And then I read it. I was like, oh no, I love this. Yeah. Ray Bradbury is an amazing author. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll uh definitely keep you guys in the know as far as what's happening with that. And definitely let us know if you find out any information, man. Definitely hit us up on the socials. Uh, but we're gonna keep the controversy train going. All right, and uh there's one place that's full of it. <laughs> one person in particular oh that's uh, quote unquote full of it. Uh, yep. And of course, we're going back to the House of the Mouse. That's uh, right. Boy. That's right. Everyone's favorite Disney. And uh, Bob Iger. Uh, I need a Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Bob Iger out there just, uh, you know, telling people how he really feels. And you know what? I love it. I want to know how you really feel. No more just hiding behind the whole, you know, aura of, oh, I'm just, I care about everybody. I'm here for, for everything. We want to make an amazing product. And we're just, we're Disney. Love a A, uh-huh. you know, but uh, now nah, he's been letting his uh, he's been letting it out as of late, of course. Uh, obviously, with the actors and writers' strike, the comments that he's made, and he made some more comments regarding the Marvel's low box office numbers. Uh, one of the things that he said, I believe it was at a New York Times deal book summit. And uh, that was just a couple of days ago, November 30th. And uh, he's basically spoke about uh, how he feels that the reason why the Marvel excuse me, the Marvel's box office numbers are so low is due to lack of supervision. That's right. Supervision? No, those Marvels did have supervision. They, <laughs> they were shooting beams out their eyes and everything. I'm pretty sure Monica Rambeau like, was looking through stuff with her super yeah, eyes, so she definitely has supervision. Stuff. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> apparently, uh, yeah, he was thinking like, well, uh, I believe some of the things that he said was because the Marvels was being filmed around COVID time that uh, he just feels like, oh, well, this is no supervision. They could, they, we have people that would have made sure that, you know, the movie would have landed better and all this blah, 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 blah. Uh, so basically he's kind of like, yeah. And the low key way, just like sending shots at the director uh, near the coast, <laughs> basically. And uh, yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead and uh, hit that uh, tomato button right there. <laughs> And it's crazy, right? And to the point that uh, Nia Da Costa has responded to uh, oh boy. to some of the negative comments regarding the Marvels. Uh, so, of course, I mean, we know, I mean, it's like trying hard to make its budget back, which is struggling with. But uh, she basically addressed some of the criticism, which included, of course, the violent, racist, sexist. All, I mean, you just name oh, it, yeah. man. They, they've been throwing everything under the sun at this movie. Uh, but basically, she was saying that uh, she's only going to be responding or engaging in civilized critique. All that other stuff, which is a lot of it, is the the virtual and violent racist stuff. But um, she was like, nah, man, like, hey, <laughs> like, this is like the highest grossing film for a black woman director ever. But, you know, hey, critique it how you want. But uh, she's just taking a higher road. She's not going to respond to any of the the trolling and uh, like, oh, man, all this too woke stuff. And that was another reason why they brought up to Bob Iger, like a lot of people are saying, oh, man, Disney's going too woke. And basically, he's kind of like referring to, well, I mean, we just need better supervision and better quality. And, you know, as a figurehead, he's going to make these comments. So are you now surprised or is this like, man, this dude's just telling everybody how he really feels? Yeah, the, um, I've been saying a lot. I'll say it again. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, 
the ride will get fucked episode like of the podcast. Folks. I mean, we're on the back to back street. It, <laughs> it's great. It's great. I'm, I'm having a great time. Oh, I am, man. The beast is unleashed. It is. Okay. It is. So, uh, oh, I yeah. see what you did there, too. I see. <laughs> you think you slick. You think you slick. You slick. You greasy slick. I like it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Bob Iger is, he's just trying to deco- recover and save face because, like, the problem with, and I said this during our review of the Marvels, the problem was all of, like, too much executive control, too much of them pushing this movie out when they should have just waited, doing stuff that, like, very much hampered the creativity. Nia DaCosta said, like, months ago, she felt like a backseat driver in all this. So, absolutely, this is just him trying to save face, trying to, uh, like, go back even harder into, no, no, it's because we weren't more involved that this movie was bad. Bro, Disney has taken L after L after L this year they've barely been able to make any money back from any of these movies uh and they all have like ridiculous budgets of like 200 million dollars uh which like yeah no that's that's great if you're doing that once during the year but the fact that you have so many of those movies lined up you can't possibly expect every single one of them to be an absolute home run and for the most part again when you're making these movies and when you're releasing them a huge part of it isn't necessarily why they're underperforming the fact that they're bad look at elemental that was a really really good movie it didn't do too hot in the box office but then it had like an amazing resurgence when it came out on disney plus it's Disney Plus and streaming that have just completely fucked you guys over. And you can't admit that because it's like, yeah, okay, we uh, fucked up. But you can't just say we fucked up in front mm. of when all these corporate executives yeah, are looking that. at yeah, you. you can't, can't do that. Do you, can't, you gotta save face. That's what I'm Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head, man. Completely saving face because mm-hmm. like just this past Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we're Alicia and I, as much as I hate to admit it, we're huge Disney fans. We're yeah. huge fans of like the Disney animation. I particular. get it. Ain't no wrong with it. Wishes out in theaters. I I've been dying to go see it just because I'm one of the few people that like, it actually looks like a really good time. Yeah. But then I saw reviews for it come out and people were like, eh, uh, okay. on the, on the movie. Okay. And I was like, all right. And I, I just honestly told Alicia, do you want to see this movie while it's playing in theaters? Mm-hmm. Or do you just want to wait till it comes out on Disney plus? Because we know it's going to be on Disney plus. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, I just want to wait till it's on Disney. There you I want go. to be comfy in my home when I'm there watching you it. It's like, there you go. It's, it's the yeah. game changer, man. And, um, and also man, uh, looks like, uh, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse co-director Peter Ramsey came oh. back and he came back hard at Bob Iger. He basically was saying, and I guess someone ran up to him or asked him like while he was out and about. And basically he said um, the comments that Bob Iger made was an astounding level of bullshit. Uh-huh. Astounding. Talk of that talk. Astounding. Basically, he was saying that um, he was like, sorry, uh, that's just silly. Okay. Nothing happens on those movies without lots of scrutiny from Feige and company. Marvel's issues seem to go way deeper than that. He also added that uh, Bob Iger has to sound like he's got an answer, like what you were saying. Yep. And also, uh, of course, he defended Nia DaCosta's. It basically was like, well, how do you know that it wasn't 
the supervision that caused what you don't like about it. Mm. So basically, mm. I mean, like I said, you hit it right mm. on the head, man. That man's preaching on the mouth. You know what I'm saying? God. So, yeah. So uh, basically, I mean, yeah, you pretty much summed it up, man. Roger, you cooked that, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Is you know, it's just. Oh man, yeah. but I, I I get it. it you know, you gotta you gotta make sure the stockholders are happy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I, it really does say a lot that like one of the uh, the directors of the the Spider Verse movie uh-huh. is in on this because uh, that is a quintessential. Hey, you can make a freaking masterpiece man. without any executive decision because. Right. Everyone at Sony was like, yeah, this isn't a live action one. No one's going to see it or care about it. It's like, all Granted, right. Into the Spider-Verse didn't do too hot in the box office when it came out. But, but man, then it blew word up. spread. And then it became one of the most well-performing yeah. blockbusters of this year. Yeah, yeah. An animated Spider-Man movie yeah. did that, folks. There you go. That Yeah, that's what corporate executive decision-making will not give you. That's what I'm talking God. about, man. That's what I'm talking about. These corporate people, man, they've been corporate for so long, they they just don't resonate with the people anymore. They're nope. just all about numbers. Like, hey, we got to hit this number, hit this target, then hit it. Oh, man, all right, well, I guess it's trash. And then all of a sudden, something like that happens, and then like, oh, yep. and then they look like geniuses. Yep. That's typically how that goes, but... All right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll move on from uh, that controversial story to another that, uh, Raj, I'm going to let you take the lead on because uh, you put me on game to this story. Yes. And I'm very fascinated in the world of mutants. Yes. Okay. So uh, it is a time to be alive as an X-Men fan right now, folks. I'm specifically talking about the uh, the comics right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was recently uh, confirmed. So the, the mutants are basically going through like this huge like manhunt uh, in they're basically going through another mutant genocide in the comics. It's not great. It's not fun. I kind of hate it. Uh, <laughs> not, not a good time. All right. Okay. Uh, but one thing that has been happening is there's been a spinoff series where Nightcrawler is in disguise as a Spider-Man. Mm. And it's called Sensational Spider-Man. Ooh. And it's, yeah, it's like he has this dope-ass, like, Nightcrawler Spider-Man outfit. It looks yeah. amazing. Okay. Uh, but very recently, they uh, published a comic, uh, the X-Men Blue. Okay. And it was a, it's a team-up with Nightcrawler and Mystique. And in this comic, they retcon uh, Nightcrawler's origins. Now... J- Jason, tell me, uh, what what do you remember of Nightcrawler's origin, specifically when it comes to his uh, parentage? Uh, do you remember any details on uh, on that little tidbit? Um, just the fact that uh, like Mystique being being his mom. Yes. Um, and didn't he have? Uh, didn't she have like an affair? Yes. Am she, I am I right? No, it's been she, a minute. She had an affair with a demon. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right, that's right. So the origin, and this is so so goddamn stupid to to quote uh the freaking queen Megan the Stallion, the making Nightcrawler <laughs> half demon, one of the dumbest fucking things in this entire goddamn earth. So yeah, it's one of those things that like when it happened, uh they made it so that the demon Azazel was Nightcrawler's father, Mystique mm-hmm. was his mother, mm-hmm. and Azazel has uh teleportation pro- powers and looks similar to Nightcrawler. So mm-hmm. like it makes sense why that would be the 
K-Y, when he teleports, it goes through a portal through hell, uh, all of that stuff. Right. Uh, But it was just so, 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 so stupid because like part of the charm of Nightcrawler was the fact that he was a mutant. He was like this ghastly looking monster, but he was a human being like to his core, like one of the most human X-Men characters out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this comic came around and completely changed that. Okay. So there's a a new origin. Uh, Spoilers if you guys don't want to know it. Okay. But they have officially confirmed that... uh, Mystique is not Nightcrawler's mom. Wait, what? Mystique is his father, biologically speaking. And Destiny, uh, Mystique's wife, is Nightcrawler's actual biological mother. The two of them had a baby and she shapeshifted into a man oh my to God. impregnate her. Oh, <laughs> and when that. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. God. Serious? I am 110% serious. That is the official wow. new origin of Nightcrawler, that he is officially canonically the child of Mystique and Destiny. Azazel has nothing to do with it, so he's back to being a full-fledged mutant, folks. We did it! <laughs> oh my god. Marvel editorial, you won't give us Mary Jane and Peter Parker back together as a couple. You won't give us back <laughs> that marriage and the daughter that we lost. But my god, I'll take that crawler not being a demon anymore. <laughs> I'll take it. That's the trade-off. Oh, so, wow. So that's that's insane. That awkward moment when you're a good Catholic boy and then you realize your mom is your daddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that you know, family dinners now is kind of like wrong with that, too. I mean, no wrong with it. I'm just wow. Like, I'm I'm just was flabbergasted. I'm going to bring that word back. I'm flabbergasted by this right here. Seriously. It's a great time to be alive. There was not much good stuff going on in terms of like X-Men comics. Because again, we're in the middle of a genocide, folks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I'll take this. Mm -hmm. This is like a a little, it's a little chocolate chip in the uh, the shit pie that I've served. (laughs) But you know what? Hey. Hey, it's it's something. It's something. You got yeah. to look for the little things. Of course, man. Positivity in all things, man. I get it, man. That uh wow. Wow. Um wow. I yeah. had, <laughs> I just I really don't know what to say right now. It's crazy. Uh I mean I guess. I guess, man. So wait, so a lot of people are buying the comic and I guess the feeling, what's the feeling out there to the to the people that uh that love this character in I've, particular. Like have you seen I'm sure Twitter's going oh yeah crazy right now. I am part of an X-Men meme group uh-huh. uh, on Facebook and the honestly the majority of the responses that I've seen about this are pretty positive just for the fact of like there are so many people who are just like because again X-Men's made for queers X-Men's made for for the gays and yeah. for the people who are less represented no yeah for sure so there are so many people that are looking at this like oh my god thank you this story actually like it makes sense in a a modern time uh it like it 
like resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people that are like, yeah, no, I, I love this. We finally got the, the demon bullshit done and out of the way. Okay. There, and there are some other people that are just like, Ooh, but no. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, from what I've seen, it's been, it's been pretty positive. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. It's I mean, awkward, but positive. It's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm just super. I'm like, oh, I just was thrown aback by it. I'm like, okay. I mean, hey, look, if this is the direction you want to go, cool. Yep. Cool. Nightcrawler, to me, is definitely one of the dopest characters. And I've always been jealous. I've always wanted, like, telepathic power. I definitely don't want to, like, um, I definitely don't want to, like, go through. Don't uh, want to go through the hell. I, I don't want to go through the hell part. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to just like, you know, just immediately like boom, boom, one transport right. to another and be good with that. But like going through hell in the, in the midst of doing that, I'm like, I don't know. But you, you want, don't. You want the jumper power. That's what you want. That's, that's it. it. Jumper. Yeah. That's what I want. And I still love that movie. I don't care what nobody says. I want the jumper. Hey, uh, give me so the jumper. Give me give the jumper. <laughs> give me the jumper. <laughs> Do you want a yellow or a red jumper? I got I got a couple jumpers at home. I I think Alicia might not be using them. I might get the red one, man. Ooh. I like red. Hey, so hey, here's a here's a quick question because uh so reason why I love this so much is is because Nightcrawler is my absolute favorite X Men. Oh out fire! Of all of them. Okay. Uh, so uh, th- remind who's your favorite X Men again? Man, that's a good question, man. It kind of it says a lot about a person with who their favorite. And X-Men. that's why it's yeah. like it fluctuates from day to day depending on how I feel. Mm. Uh, yeah, it really do depend because. Gambit always thought back in the 90s was the coolest. He was just suave, but you didn't really know too much about him. But like the fans were like, yo, maybe we need more Gambit, man. Gambit dope. Uh, I I was always rooting for Jubilee. Oh, just because it's like Jubilee was such a just like that character that people kind of. But I mean, it's, you know, Storm. Come on, man. Come on, man. Storm. That's my boo right there, man. Storm. Come on, man. That's Omega level, yo. Oh, like, God. That, Omega. Hey, I, here, here's a fun fact about uh, Storm for you in the comics. Yeah, yeah. She's the queen of Mars right now. Come on, man. Yeah. That's what she I'm saying. She is killing it, thriving. Uh, it. Yeah. I love yeah. her, man. I love her, man. I, I do I do have hope because, I mean, you know, her and her and my boy Chichala, they, you know, they've been going through it, you know what I'm saying, one minute they together. It's like Peter Parker and, uh, <laughs> and, and MJ, Jane, yeah. but just a little bit, you know, on a different level you know what i'm saying but uh yeah i've always loved storm man storm is just dope to me so uh but yeah i guess that says a lot about me i want to change the weather yeah like, y'all getting on my nerves man. i, I, I mean i'm about l- to flood y'all out l- listen we live in <laughs> we live in the freaking south that's where true one day it will be freezing 40 30 degree weather and then the very next it is rainy humid satan's armpit again yep, yep. and i'm just sitting here like should i put away my booty shorts or not i'm like, saying let me let me know let God. us know man do I, you know I'm, yeah storm might be over here, man storm might have something against south carolina and you know what <laughs> You know what? I'm not mad at her. Yo. I'm not. I'm on your side, Storm. Aurora, I yeah. love you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry. Because I was thinking, like, is there any other? Um, Silver Surfer's not. I wouldn't count. Would you count Silver Surfer? Silver Surfer as an X-Men? No. No, 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 no. Just like in that, in, just in that world, man. Uh, yeah, but Storm, Storm for sure. Is probably right now Storm then Gambit. I like that. Just I right now, choice. Right now, I think I think Storm is probably either my second or third favorite. It it definitely goes Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. 
Colossus is also a consistent oh, favorite of mine. Yeah, Colossus is fire. Uh, and then Storm Gambit. Who else is there? There's a couple of new ones. Oh, Magic. I love Magic. Yeah. Dude, rest. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that, but I could I could talk all we day. Can talk about all day. Let's about just X-Men. make this an X Men podcast. That's, I mean, we might as well. No other there's, news. there's no other news, right? No other news. No, but uh, nothing else we're talking about. <laughs> but we do have some uh, some positive, you know, news as well to go off that uh, story that you just had with uh, with your boy. Uh, we have uh, a black phone. Have you seen the black phone? Uh, I mean, I've got a red phone. I knew right you were going to go there. How did I? How did I? How did I not know got that you were going to go with got that? Got my red phone right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Why? Well, I know. got. I think my work phone is black. That. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So you. you yeah. Know, yeah. Fair you're holding the black phone right That's now. That's right. Yeah. I am holding a black phone. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm glad. You know, you say you your work phone is a, got a my, black phone. Yeah, I got a black work phone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ant, you hear that? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying, got a black work phone. I see what it is, but it's cool. It's cool. Well, look, the black phone movie, uh, it has been greenlit for a sequel. Uh, So this was definitely a movie that had everybody talking, especially when Peacock first came out. This is one of the ones that they like really was like, all right, we got our Peacock uh, subscription channel. We're going to, like, let this one go. And this was one of the movies that definitely stuck out. Uh, basically, you know, Blumhouse, Universal, and the first one starring Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke will be returning as the grabber. And, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm excited, man. I really enjoyed. See, this type of horror is where this even more scary because this happens. You know what I'm saying? Like someone just coming yep. by and kidnapping kids. And that was like during the 70s where obviously we don't have nearly the information that we have now. It was pre-amber alert. Pre-amber folks. alert, man. They had the rotary phone on the wall and all that. So it's like, yeah, man, this type of horror really like petrifies me because it's like, yo, you never know. It could be the person walking down the street, friendliest person in the world, you know, and then before you know it, Years later, you might see that person on news like, man, that was my neighbor. Oh, man. Yep. This person was doing all of this in that house that I like literally pass every day. And so this movie was definitely one of those movies where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, the trust level around people is like, even. <laughs> I mean, it's low now, but it's like after that movie, it's like, oh, got to look at your neighbors. A little yeah, lock those car doors, folks. <laughs> lock your doors. Don't get in the van with the stranger. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have a puppy. Nah. Don't go in for the puppy. No puppy, no candy. Bring back Stranger Danger. Remember mm. that? Oh, I do I, remember that. Yeah. Oh, you remember that? I remember Stranger Danger. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. But, uh, but what's your thoughts on this, yo? Sequel happening? Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I still haven't watched Black Phone yet, but I've heard really good things about oh, it. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, and I'm... I'm interested to see how they uh, they do it, especially if they do bring back uh, Ethan Hawke's character because yeah. that's a yeah that's um I I again I I don't know officially like how it ends ends but I no 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 yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I I cursed when he died. I'm just saying. Know. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, we're not going to talk about. We're it. We're not going to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, but I'm with you though. I don't know how they're going to do it, but you know he's coming back. So. All right, very interesting. We'll see what happens with that. And um and our I believe we have one more story to bring up, and it looks like it could be positive news. Oh uh, boy. But this is the other you know fan favorite of the people, Mister. David Zasloff, that's right. Uh, the Z-Man, uh, huh? Well, <laughs> already? 
even say anything yes. yet. Okay. No, you don't have to. Just that name. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's justified. You're right. Uh, but apparently, uh, David Zasloff has been preaching the gospel of the uh, Hollywood labor piece, you know, after all of the strikes have kind of, you know, finally ends a little bit, where to the point that Warner Brothers Discovery will be welcoming a WB animation and Cartoon Network production workers unionization, man. Huh? <laughs> All right. You know, it's like, hey, he's welcoming it. Uh, I believe I have a quote from him here. It basically says, uh, well, no, actually from one of the representatives of the union. After months of discussions with the studio, uh, we're proud that we're able to reach an agreement to where the animation department in Warner Brothers Discovery is finally getting unionized and Cartoon Network Studios as well. Mm, yeah, so, finally. Uh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, you know, all the animations. But here's the funny thing or question. It's like because they canceled a lot of those shows. They did. So does this mean they're are they going to bring those shows back or are they just going to make new ones but with better uh, contracts? I'm guessing. Like, what do you think? I so hopefully I it's it's a wish, but hope hope beyond hope that maybe we'll get some of those shows that uh, did get canceled and were just unceremoniously just completely stripped away from HBO Max back at least on streaming maybe not back as like revivals but at least like see them return i find that highly 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 unlikely though okay but with this union i'm pretty certain there will be like better like workers rights for animators who des desperately need it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. hopefully there'll be better like preservation uh contracts for these animated works so that way if they are just unceremoniously removed from a streaming platform, mm -hmm. there are still ways that people can like ingest and preserve that media. Because mm -hmm. like that that's a huge problem in this industry, especially as like streaming and like just purely online medium has come into existence. Right. It's entirely uh, like just shows disappear in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And no one will ever see them ever again. Right. Uh, and it's incredibly heartbreaking. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy that this union exists. I I bet dollars to donuts that like they're going to get in and then they're going to be like and strike <laughs> just immediately <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. Hit with a whammy. Come oh. on. Come on. <laughs> Nah, anyway, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm like you, I'm hoping for the best because there's a lot of great animators out there and it just sucks to see like their vision because it takes a long, long time. Yes. Like we, again, we just had uh, Theo on the podcast, mm -hmm. Theo Powers, uh, and, you know, basically, you know, they were saying about how long that takes to develop a show you got to get a team you got to figure out well number one how long it takes to animate right and so all of that you want to make sure everyone gets treated fairly so yeah i just hope i mean i don't know that's just me wishing that like man because there's a lot of good shows that i always wanted to see but there's so much content out that i'm like oh yeah i want to go check this out because i remember talking about it or y'all might bring it up and i go to it and it's canceled yep so it's like damn i well i can't even get invested now if it's still up there and then all right, this only ends after four episodes. Sorry, guys. And yep. it's like, and that's it. Like you said, never to be heard or seen from again. But yep. uh, I'm going yeah. to just echo, echo Christopher Nolan's sentiments here, folks. Buy physical media uh, like the Over the Garden Wall. One of my favorite animated uh, series like ever. Uh, it's like one of my favorite Halloween specials. We watch it like every year. 
Um, and they took it off of HBO Max just unceremoniously. It's still streaming on Hulu for now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like it got completely removed off of the platform that's supposed to be hosting it for forever. Mm-hmm. So the second that happened, I was like, and I'm buying this DVD off of eBay right now. Right. I don't care if it's a little bit more expensive than normal. I want this for forever. Exactly. So, no, yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. But, uh, but yeah, man, man, oh, man. Well, uh, fingers crossed, you know, maybe... You know, uh, Mr. Zaslov has been hearing the uh, the public outcry uh, about the uh, you know his business practices and Warner Brothers and Discovery and Max and all of that, and maybe you got to change your heart, man. Maybe. Hey, look, we're in Christmas time. We, we hoping that yeah, we, we got to okay, 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 okay. Maybe he saw you know maybe Scrooge finally saw you know all the ghosts of the past and you know union heads of SAG-AFTRA. Uh, the Writers Guild of America and the soon animated uh, Cartoon Network Warner Brothers Animation Coalition. I implore you to dress up as the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. There you go. And haunt his ass. There you go. Please, for yeah. the love of God, Come to hit us. Bob Iger while you're at it, too. <laughs> oh, my God. We, yeah. oh it is the God. Christmas spirit. Yeah. We need to scare billionaires more. We do. We need to terrify them. We really do. It is our right. Charles Dickens did not die on the cross. Come on. For us not to do that boy roger you are cooking this episode man oh. i am yeah. heated <laughs> call me the bear with the way i be cooking folks <laughs> i am here Ooh, the soup is boiling hot Ooh, don't get too close get burned baby mm. get burned mm. all right well uh hopefully y'all enjoyed those hot stories that we brought to you and uh you know hopefully that it you know evoked a reaction out of you how do you feel do you feel are you on our side on a lot of this or are you on the opposite side? Let us know, man. There's so many news stories that drops. Of course, by the time this episode comes out, it's probably about like 25 other big giant news stories that happened. So uh, as always, make sure you follow us on the social media at the comic section. All right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and move along to our coming soon previews. And man, oh man, do we have some previews and trailers and teasers to oh, talk about yeah we we thought we had it lined up i thought we did i thought we did stuff just started dropping again and again yeah like, so uh yeah let's let's get into it what we got first i think right now the one that a lot of people are talking about uh is that furiosa oh yes and um yeah man i'm excited to get to it and uh, a lot of a lot of hype has been uh buzzing around this film right here in particular i feel like people have been waiting for this movie for a a really long time like since yeah. mad max fury road came out people right. have been wanting a, a spin-off of her for so. sure all right well without further ado you ready to jump into it oh let's drive yeah. right in <laughs> however long it takes promise me you'll find your way home Furiosa, give me this promise.
host of angels. The question is... Do you have it in you to make it epic? Yeah, yo. I am. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. I am so ready for this. Yeah. It, <laughs> it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it, Anna Taylor-Joy, I barely recognized her. Like when I saw the, okay, she's fair? What? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and then talk about unrecognizable, Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth, huh? No. <laughs> that, he does... I was like shocked when I was like, wait, wait, no, that's him? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, this um this movie looks incredible. It looks really, really well shot. Uh I I wanna rewatch Mad Max right now, just watching this trailer. Right. What about you, man? I'm the same here, yo. I thought uh I didn't know what to expect, because uh, I remember just the production that like they've been on this production for a long time but i just remember sometimes i get like little like news bits and they're like hey they're just about wrapped and i'm like oh i totally forgot about this film up until like maybe the day before the trailer dropped and people are like oh no uh get ready y'all it's happening it's here and uh yeah i'm excited yo the first movie uh i enjoyed i mean man mad max is definitely one of those ips that Man, spans generations, you know? I just remember watching the yep. original, like, with Mel Gibson from back in the day and with, like, my uncles, and they were like, yo, man, this is awesome, man. We'll never see this again. And then before you know it, boom, we got the new Ooh, one that yeah. happened. And, yeah, I'm hyped, man. Uh, Furiosa, I'm excited. I'm ready. I want to see it. And, uh, yeah, man, I believe this one is set to come out May 22nd, 2024, no, man. wow, that is not that far away Not at that all. far at all. Oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited, man. Cannot wait. And uh, so, yeah, we'll move on to another trailer that, uh, you know, we talked about as like it was like a quick tease. Uh, but, uh, you know, my boy Lakeith Stanfield is back. And mm. uh, we got the Book of Clarence, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so this one's in the, you know, in the biblical world. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, basically, I guess uh, Clarence... Uh, I guess he wants to be uh, Jesus. He wants oh. to be like Jesus. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, you ready to check I want to be like you? <laughs> I think so. We'll All see. All right. Let's take a quick look at the book of Clarence. I'm Clarence. Where I'm from, you fight to survive. I'm not a bad person. Just playing the cards I was dealt. Mom, one day I'm going to get you out of here. I have a plan. What are we doing here? Jesus lives there. Hallelujah, baby. I want to be like that in 10 years. I want to be like that now. I need to figure out what inspires him. I can just replicate what he does. Imagine the money people will give us. Hallelujah. Holy shit, I get high as Buddha. Put you on that highway to heaven like I'm your Uber. Oh, dead one, open your eyes. Elijah. What are you trying to prove? And I'm not a nobody. You find fit, and you will find all the answers. When you see me, say hallelujah. Clarence, you are guilty of the crime fraud for your own ill-gotten gains. If you give me Jesus of Nazareth, I will let you walk free. And I will give you power, wealth. You'll be somebody.
I die before I give him up to Rome. Then death it is. Uh. My congregation gonna operate like a corporation. I want my flowers and flower vases. I want carnations. I want begonias. I want petunias and flower blooms. Run! Cause I'm a god, so when you see me, say hallelujah. Plans. In spite of your selfish ways, there is a beautiful soul in there somewhere. Hallelujah. And I'm a god, so when you see me, say hallelujah. Jesus of Nazareth. I'm a god, so when you see me, say hallelujah. I'm destined to be here. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on. Damn. Hallelujah, baby. Oh, man. There we have it, yo. The book of Clarence. What's your thoughts on this right here? This looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited for this. It's, uh, it's a new IP. It's a new take on uh, like something that you think you know already. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and also, I'll just go ahead and say it's a fun to like do a different take on a biblical story, especially on like, uh, like a different take on like, oh hey, what if someone did try to impost and impersonate Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While Jesus was (laughs) around. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm uh, yeah. I'm right there with you, man. I'm super excited about this, and uh, yeah, I'm right there, man. As far as it being, it's like a comedy, but also I don't know. I would say like you could see the drama aspects into it, but there's a lot of action too. A lot of yeah. action, yo. Like Jesus, legit. Like I mean, <laughs> straight Neo <laughs> some rocks. He, he's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the fact that we don't see Jesus's face. Like you just. All you see is darkness, but you see a hand go up yep. and then like, you know, the rocks fall down. Gravity just stops like, oh, snap. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm with it. yo. I, and I'm right there with you. I, I want a different take man, of a, of a story that uh, depending on, you know, your background. Uh, I grew up Christian, uh, very Christian household. You know, shout out to my mom because my mom is legit like <laughs> christian she'll let you know mm. uh love you mom but you know we we like to have our debates sometimes i poke out her sometimes <laughs> uh, oh, but oh yeah boy. just just do it for fun but anyway uh i'm super excited to to take her to this uh just to see how she is going to react and i definitely i can't wait to i want to see the reaction from from the religious community because i know just from the cast alone, it's probably going to, you know, <laughs> agitate a few people. Ron DeSantis is going to blow up on this movie. <laughs> like, literally, the man's just going to implode. Like, his yeah, head's yeah. just going to do that little, like, nuclear explosion thing that, yeah. like, when a cartoon character gets really, really mad. Really, really mad. That's that's him just day one watching. Ben Shapiro Oh, my is gosh. Going They're going to lose. They mi- I just, I'm excited. I didn't even, like, check out the comments, but I'm like, I mean, one day, I might check out the comments kind of just scroll through like oh oh yep yep that's all i need to see that's all i need to know i just want to see it that's yeah man so uh that's actually happening right around the corner yo january 12th uh i will definitely be there i cannot wait expect a uh definitely expect a review from that from me for sure uh all right and uh next we have uh we have a teaser yeah of one of my favorite shows you already know man this is definitely in my top three shows just Period. If I know it's coming, that's it. Everything stops. Every like pause on everything. Uh, but we got the boys. The boys are back, baby. 
and uh, I'm excited. Season four, fresh off Gen V spinoff. Did you check yes, out Gen V? I yet? still need to watch it. It's still on my list, but I've heard nothing but absolutely fantastic things about it. Oh my god! So uh, with with that in mind, uh, yeah, let's let's see what's happening in the world of the boys. Let's, let's see when it. we last left off there. Yes, sir. Rome. Greece. All democracies fail. Because people are fucking stupid. But if you crush the masses, who builds your monuments? Who tongues your taint? Uh, the people will tear it apart themselves. You just gotta nudge them a little. Then you get to swoop in. Be the one saving it. Like Caesar. Like Caesar. Who wants their balls crushed? Me. Your team. What's your code name again? The boys. Oof. Who came up with that shit? Yes! Yes! I'm here. I'm here. Oh, yeah. I want it. Give it to me. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's Jeffrey about time Dean you showed Morgan. up. <laughs> I'm here for it, yo. 10 out of 10 already. Season ain't even come out yet. Damn. It's already perfect score. Damn. That was it. <laughs> Just saying, man. You already know my review. 10 out of 10. I don't even hey, got to see it. It's uh, over. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, too. I, I echo those sentiments already. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, there's... I'm good. Like, the show's been good, but, like, based off of this trailer alone, I'm like, oh, y'all are about to get, like, good, good. Mm -hmm. Especially with everything that they, they say about, like, yeah, the... Uh, you just gotta, like, get the masses in fighting with each other, and then you swoop in and save the day. Yeah. It's like... I mean, yeah, that's exactly what fucking Caesar did. Yeah, yeah. That's what Napoleon that's did. What Napoleon did, man. And uh, yeah, yo, I'm uh, I'm here, man. I'm with it. I cannot wait. Gen V was amazing. And yeah, just man, shout outs to that whole team, man. I'm like, because based like what y'all were saying about how people do not generally like the comic. Oh, and yeah. How amazing this show is, despite that. I mean, that just goes without saying, man. Like, shout outs to that whole team, man. That whole, the boys umbrella, the boys Gen V, whatever else y'all decide to put out, man. Invincible's doing amazing. I know that's its own thing, but I'm just like, man, Amazon Prime Video, man. I'm so glad. I'm glad that I paid. All right. I know I, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was being stingy. I was being stubborn. I like to call it frugal. Finally, yeah. That's what I like to call it, you know. But, <laughs> but I, I'm, yeah, great investment right there. Mm. I mean, I, I love my packages, but. Yeah. <laughs> we we all love your packages, Jason. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Aim to deliver. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh they've they've had some really great shows and I've obviously boys the boys is like 
their best one, their breakaway series. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see this next season. Mm -hmm. uh, and do we have any idea when that next season is? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I believe that they have the date. I know it's in 2024 for sure, uh, but I'm still, uh, you know, I'm not. No, they still don't they didn't put the date up yet. Okay, I was wondering, as I was watching the trailer, I was like, I, yeah, no date. I don't think I saw a date. Okay. I didn't see a date. But it's 2024, so that's good. Yeah, it's, it's you know, hey, we're in 2024 now anyway. Yeah. Let's, you know, just keeping it real. All right, love it. I'm here for it, and uh, I'm excited, man. I don't expect nothing less than amazing. So, uh, but speaking of in the world of Amazon Prime Video, we got one last one that kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, Roger, you brought this teaser up. And yes, uh, I did. you want to go ahead and let the people know what it is we're about to check out. Yes, it was something uh, I completely forgot that this was happening uh, or even was a, a thing. Uh, so we officially have a first teaser trailer for Amazon Prime's Fallout live action TV series. So it's Fallout based off of the uh, the famous Bethesda RPG games uh, and let's just go right in let's uh let's go ahead and take a look at the uh the trailer because it's a uh, you you know the themes of fallout right uh i know some of it i'm okay. not i'm not as familiar i'm definitely a super novice i i know of the ip but uh i'm okay i'm super new at this so, so for the people like you who are also super novices or be like fallout what's that are mm -hmm. they a fallout boy like the band hey <laughs> no no they i love not. fallout boy and fallout boys oh yeah hell yeah, yeah. uh but the the story for Fallout is it's very much takes place in a post-apocalyptic world. And the in the world of Fallout, there are these like nuclear shelters that are basically vaults where people were like vaulted themselves in to survive the apocalypse. And then there are people who come out of those vaults and try to like rebuild society. And there are mutants everywhere. Everything's radiated. Nothing is good for you. Um, so with that in mind, it's a fantastic RPG, so let's take a look at the trailer for this uh, live-action stab at it. I know that I've lived a relatively comfortable life. Stop! Mercy! Vault dwellers are an endangered species. I do not think you would be willing to do what it takes to survive up here. If you insist on staying, then you will have to adapt. Uh-huh. So they say will be a lovely day A bright new sun will suddenly break through But I don't want to see tomorrow Unless 
Just like with the button. That's a 10 out of 10 already, baby. <laughs> we are in a golden age of video game I was going to adaptations. Ask, I was going to ask that question to you. You read my mind, Roger. You are cooking this episode. Yes, <laughs> that was my question. You answered it. Yeah, yeah. I 100% believe that. The, the trailer for this looks it, it's stunningly like the game almost, and especially in a lot of areas especially the fact that like yeah it's like this horrible dystopian post-apocalyptic world but then there's like little nuggets of uh weirdness in there and little mm -hmm. nuggets of like humor that will just pop up yeah uh, it's it looks really really great this show will be absolutely go absolutely goaded mm -hmm. if they bring in the tree mutant there's a there's a specific character okay. that is basically a human and a tree that are fused together into one, and I am here for if they bring that show if they bring that character into the show, immediate ten out of ten. Yep, that's him. Oh my god, Harold's his name. I forgot Jesus. his name, but yeah, yeah, he is. A, oh yeah, he's a beauty. Let's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh, Harold. All right. Girl. Okay. He's so great. He's so good. Man, that's fire, though, man. This, yeah, you're right, man. This, we are definitely living in the golden age of video game adaptations, man. It's just now they figured it out. They cracked yep. the code. I'm glad they cracked the code. And yeah, man, shout outs to Fallout, man. Shout outs to Fallout. And it's smart as well, too, because now with this coming out, a lot of praise for the teaser trailer. Hey, man, check this out. That game. The, who's the uh, oh, yeah. you said Bethesda it's Bethesda hey yo yeah if you're a if you're into like money and stocks you might want to invest in Bethesda right now right or, now go ahead and invest because this show is going to make that thing that game's going to sell oh, yeah. out everywhere again and uh, well here's the best part about the fallout series my friend you remember how we were talking about the Xbox Game Pass a moment ago yep yep all those games are on Xbox Game Pass there you go <laughs> highly Highly recommend you play either Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas. Mm. Both of those are amazing RPGs. Yeah. Should do not miss. Oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah. No, it is a... Uh, Ooh, I am. I'm just so happy. That, yeah. that makes me happy. Yeah. 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 No, I'm right there with you, man. This is uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah. We are living in that golden age. And uh, again, this is April 12th. And yeah, Amazon Prime, man. Y'all are doing it, man. Y'all are killing it, man. Now, now that I think about it. They might be, I mean, the run that they've been on, <laughs> I'm just like. They don't miss that the, much. Not at all, man. Especially right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about all the titles, man. Like The Boys, Invincible, Fallout now, uh, Gen V. Uh, 
Yeah. No, they, they ain't playing. The, uh, the Rings of Power. Rings of Power still going. There are some people that are like, uh, about it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, t- tough crap, folks. Tough crap, tough crap. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, definitely let us know your thoughts on all of those trailers. And of course, I'm sure there's going to be another big one that drops tomorrow or probably in the next hour or so. Uh, so make sure you follow us at the comic section. So you stay in tune on all the latest trailers. Definitely let us know your thoughts on all of those because uh, it's going to be a fun 2024. I really, really do believe. That. Oh, yeah. All right, and uh, and then we'll move on to our final segment of the show, which is reviews, and uh, got some reviews to talk about. Uh, Roger, you got a, a good bit. You know, you got oh, audio yeah. books and all of that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I because it's been a while since we've done, like, a review segment and where I've really gotten to talk a lot about stuff, so I've got a good stockpile of uh, content that I've i've been binging through yeah uh so i'm going to be talking about the uh i read through didn't watch but read through the uh the ballad of songbirds and snakes Mm -hmm, the the mm -hmm. hunger games prequel Mm -hmm. uh there's the the scott pilgrim takes off tv show yeah yeah Uh, there is pluto which is an anime on netflix i really want to talk about Mm -hmm. and then finally uh i haven't finished it yet but I do want to go ahead and give a review for and talk about a bit. It's a show on Netflix called The Blue-Eyed Samurai. Ooh, okay. And um, I, I know, okay, so let's. can we talk about Monarch real quick, too? Because you've been watching Monarch, right? Yes, I have. What are your thoughts on Monarch? Right I now? love it. I love it, too. I love it. I'm only on episode, no, I think I'm on episode four. Yeah, there's only four episodes out. Right okay, now. good, yeah. good, good. I was confused. I was like, damn, am I behind? Because, uh, but no, you know, one thing uh, I, I love about Monarch is that this is, this shows how to properly keep something in universe without going too far out there. Fully agree. Right? Am I wrong? Okay. Fully agree. And not only that, but it's like such great, compelling human drama that's happening and like all of the storylines that are going on. Mm -hmm. And then at the center of it all are these giant freaking monsters and I'm loving every minute of it. Yes. But uh, what what did you get to check out? What review do you have ready? Oh, well, um, I got got one that I, I remember watching and I never got a chance to review it on the podcast and and it is the Goosebumps reboot. Uh, ah, like nice. uh, the other week we were talking about it. We kind of, I think it was off mic. We we're talking about it yes, with, we uh, with Theo. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, I watched it and uh, I always wanted to bring it up and it's on Disney plus. And I, I was nervous because I'm, you know, nineties kid loved Goosebumps, loved all the books. And, uh, and I was nervous, you know, and then the movies came out and I'm not going to lie. I'm, it was cool. It was just, I know Goosebumps is campy, but I want Goosebumps to be a little bit more scary. Yeah, you can tell those movies were definitely aimed at like younger. younger yeah, audiences. yeah. I just wanted just a little bit more scary. Uh, so when this was coming out, and I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens, right? And it's on Disney Plus, and I'm like, okay, well, it's probably gonna be campy like the movies. You know, I got my preconceived notions of it, but I'm like, all right, let me see. And then I was watching it, and it came out right around Halloween, I believe, like maybe a week before Halloween. So I'm like, all right, let me just check this out, get into the Halloween spirit. And I started watching the first episode. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I I think I kind of see where it's going. I mean, obviously a modern take, you know, young teenagers, uh, different backgrounds, but it's just like a group of kids. And I will say that it has a unique way of following certain books in the Goosebumps lore. Mm. So it's kind of like uh, like each episode kind of ties into a, a popular uh, story 
from the uh, from the franchise. Kind of like how with uh, the fall of the House of Usher, yes. each each episode was mm-hmm. like based off of a different. That's it. Sh- that that is that story. is yeah. it. A one right there. That's that's what it was. So it's kind of like the first episode. You're like, oh, okay, they're going with. I uh, remember this story. I remember this quote unquote ghost story or monster story, and I was like, okay, and how they did it. And it's set, it's set in, I believe it was Washington because it was like dreary and rainy. I know it was in the Northwest oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> like, I know that backdrop. And uh, But I must say with the with the new kids and first episode, I was like, all right, second one, it's a slow burn, slow burn. But when they pick up, they pick up. And I must say this was way better than I imagined it would be. Uh, I am... Um, I'm a surprise, a happy surprise. I was like, oh, because my expectations on this was like, all right, well, I'll kind of keep it kind of here. But I will say it exceeded my expectations. Is it amazing? I won't go that far, but I will say it's a really, really good show. I was just, I was surprised by it. If if you give it a chance, right? I'm not telling every, I'm not going to like, you know, bang down your door, tell you and force you to watch it. But I will say you would be surprised. It's really good. Really good. So if I were to rate it, and of course, all of my Goosebumps fans around my age, upper 30s, or even younger kids, I feel like younger kids are going to get that dynamic too because of, you know, the slang, the terminology. It's more current. Right. Um, And it's not as campy as people would think it would be. Uh, Even it feels like, in a way, it's a little bit more grittier than the original show that was on Fox from back in the day. Just a little bit. Uh, But it's, it's a good balance. I enjoyed it. Slow burn, I will say, it doesn't just like jump right on in. You kind of you're going to get to know each of these characters and um, and overall arc. Uh, so I would say I'll give this one a strong eight, eight out of ten. Okay, really, really good. And I'm fingers crossed that they're going to get a season two. Uh, there was no word on if it is a season two coming. I just feel like it's goosebumps. There's so much more stories to tell. Uh, but if it is just one season, I'm good with it. But I would like to see more. But I will give it a strong eight recommend it i think you i think you'll enjoy it i'm not gonna put any pressure on anybody like yo you have to watch it i'm just thinking hey if you're not doing nothing check it out all right i dig that uh yeah i think i remember watching like the first episode and i wasn't like super impressed by it with like all the content that's out there i just haven't gotten back into it but i might just give it a revisit now that's uh that's dope man awesome well i have uh, i got a lot i'm going to try to do these like super quick uh, I'll go ahead and say this is that like with all of these reviews, all of them are overwhelmingly positive. Hi, like, all right, I there have we go. been eating well. So starting off real quick with the uh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, so like I said, it's the prequel to um, the the Hunger Games books. And it's obviously extremely popularized now. There's been all the movies. There's a movie for this book that, like, that's the reason why I read this book is because I wanted to actually, like, read the book before I saw the movie. Uh, and, I mean, I got to say, the the book for this is really, really incredible. So it's more or less the origin stories of President Snow. It mm. details uh, Coriolanus Snow when he's still a uh, young schoolboy at like this elite academy for um, for capital children, and uh, basically his class's involvement in the tenth annual Hunger Games, which is their first time where they're uh, attempting to use mentors in the games, and the students are the mentors for the children in the uh, in the Hunger Games. Uh, okay, uh, so. 
Coriolanus, he gets paired up with the girl from District 12, who is Lucy Gray Bear, uh, who is the, like, just basically, like, an extreme, like, punk rock country artist girl, uh, like, big-time musician, uh, and just comes out swinging. Like, she's, like, this ultimate performer. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have, like, two completely different people, but now thrown in this circumstance where they have to work together uh, okay. to, like, ensure their own survival uh because not only is like lucy's looking at him to be like okay help me because i'm in these games i need to know how i'm going to win right uh but like coriolanus is looking at this like i need to prove my, like this is how i'm going to prove that i'm somebody like even when he's a student he's still is like very much like i'm going to be the president of the of panem one day i'm i'm going to be the one that like changes and makes a difference for for things and whatnot and i gotta say this book absolutely kills it with one thing in particular because with that premise alone you think oh man is this going to make me like care or feel sympathy for snow is this going to be like the the uh like oh man i shouldn't really be liking you right now but you're just such a little scamp sort of thing or is like i'm going to feel sympathy for hitler right now mm -hmm, i gotta mm -hmm. tell you absolutely not this book in every instance that it gets reminds you that snow is a awful human being ah. and i i won't like spoil the uh the book or the movie or anything like that mm -hmm. but i will say everything that goes wrong in his life is entirely his own fault and the reason why he rises to power is entirely because of his own choices that he makes yeah because he is just I don't want to call him an evil person because it also does a really great job of showing the fact that like anyone could anyone could become this. Like he starts mm -hmm. off from the literal bottom, like living in slums, mm. uh, to being the president of Pan Am. Uh, but it does show the fact that like yeah, no, there's when you put a human in the position that he is completely in, like. Again, okay, no, I'm that sounds like I'm sympathizing with him. Oh, no, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Nah. <laughs> it is entirely his own fault from his own choices, and it does a great job of showing how like a person can succumb to that. But then there's also like like I'm seeing him make certain choices. I'm like, dude, no, I I would never make that choice if I was in. Uh, okay, like, I was going to ask. Certain, yeah, there are yeah. certain like instances in it where you're like. You're going a bridge too far. You know you're going a bridge too far doing uh, this or saying that to this person. Okay. But you don't care. I see. And that's what separates him. He is His ambition and his own pride mm -hmm. makes him think that he is untouchable. But then shit happens. So mm. uh, really, really just great read. Uh, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely worth checking out. I, I give the whole book a, it's a solid like nine out of 10. Hey, all right. Really, really good time. Yeah. Um, so moving on quickly along. <laughs> so we got the, the titular Scott Pilgrim takes off series. Oh uh, man, I can't wait to hear about yeah. this. Man. I can't wait. Because so what, what have you heard about this series so far? I heard it was fire. Oh, Jason. I heard, heard it was fire. fire. I heard yeah. it was good. Um, obviously, I love the movie so much. Yep. Like it's it's definitely one of my all time favorite movies. Period. And I just will never forget the day that I went to go see this movie in a theater, and it was literally like me and like two other people. And 
I was watching it. I'm like, oh, I got to tell everybody they are missing out on this film. I'm like, yo, there's so many like video game references to pop culture, but definitely like the old school arcade references. I just loved everything about the movie. And then uh, my cousin, shout out to my, my cousin Bobby. He's like a huge Scott Pilgrim fan. He read the books. So he's like super, super even more into it than I am. Uh, and I've heard from a few people that uh, that I know very well. They're like, yo, they they love it so far. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Are you going to be in that group, or am I? I have to look at it a little different. Let's, I'm nervous. Oh no, I'm here to tell you, I absolutely love this show. Hey, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Oh man, I'm I in. thought it was great. And so I'm just going to go ahead and chime in because there's a huge amount of discourse going on about the show because it got it got the nerds angry. Got, oh okay, it got those nerds angry. Oh, if you know what I'm talking oh, about. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. all right. The ones that should be taking lessons from from this and uh, and aren't taking those lessons. Uh, uh, yeah, no, do better, folks. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I... So, I I won't spoil anything for you because I mm. really want you to watch it yeah. and I really want you to go into it blind. Okay, Just all right. Just know that uh, this is a... It's a different take on Scott Pilgrim. It focuses on different aspects of the character, mm-hmm. different aspects of other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a lot more focus on Ramona and like her previous relationship with the exes. Oh, all involved. Okay. Uh, but so don't go into it expecting a like exact adaptation of either the comic book or just an animated version of the movie. Gotcha. I think. It's better if you have either read the comic book or seen the movie mm-hmm. before watching this show. Okay. Because so much of what makes this show works is like its own meta commentary on the original uh, series mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. them just like really hammering home the fact that like, yeah, no, S- Scott's kind of kind of an awful person, but like... He yeah. still tries to like still try- do better. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's something that like is in the the comic book that I feel like they just grossly ignored in the the movie. In the movie? There's like that whole confrontation between uh Scott and the uh the negative Scott, mm-hmm. the evil Scott. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. is literally him facing down like how awful of a person that he is and how he just uses people to just coast by in life. Um that yeah, just didn't really didn't really touch didn't on really it. Didn't really touch all on it in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? They kind of hinted at it. Now that I, I right. think back on it, because it's kind of like, yeah, like when you're watching, you're like, yeah, man, Scott's the man, and you're like, wait a minute, Ooh, well, yeah, uh, yep, uh, and then like that that battle, which I'm not gonna lie, I know this is starting to become a trope of okay, like the final boss is yourself, and I get that. I mean, obviously, like real life, I'm like your your own biggest enemy, so you have to face yourself. You got to face right. those doubts and everything. I got that part, but I did catch hints of, oh yeah, this character. And I, I didn't read the, the comic books like that. I know my cousin, he'll definitely tell me everything, but I did kind of get a little hint at that, but this one is more to that, what you're saying? In it the show? is, yeah, it's definitely more of just like, just full on just commentary on like on that even more so. Okay. And there's also like a good bit of commentary on Ramona as as a character too and how like yeah, she also just uses people mm, and like mm. just yeah, when she's done with them she tosses them, tosses aside. them to the side. And that's why some of these exes have like an axe to grind against. Yeah. Them. Uh, yeah. So Ramona? Yeah. 
So, uh, flowers. Yeah. <laughs> so, end of the day, I really, really loved it. Again, don't go into it expecting a full on adaptation of either the comic or the movie. Ex- mm. Go into it expecting something new, something different, but it is really, really good. Thoroughly enjoyed it to beginning to end. It was utterly hilarious, had all the charm of both the comic and the movie. Um, yeah, no, again, for me, it's a solid nine out of 10. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> Really great watch. Man, so. man, oh man. So, moving right along. Yeah, so, yeah. Really quickly, the the other series that I finished uh, is Pluto. So, this is an anime. It's on Netflix. So, fun fact, this is one that I've been holding on to for a long time. Okay. Because I watched this shortly after I had finished Monster. For folks oh, yeah, 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 100%. I, okay, over okay. Halloween, I watched Monster is this great, like, psychological crime thriller mm-hmm, anime. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Came out in 2004. After it was done, I was like, you know, I see this Pluto anime has come out. I don't really know anything about it. I saw some people talk about how it was like an alternative take on Astro Boy. Yes, Um, I did see something like that too. So I was like, you know what? I've been hearing really good things about this. This looks interesting. I'm going to give it a watch. I start watching it and I'm like 10 minutes in and I'm like, huh, the animation style for this series is really familiar. Like it, it looks like something I've I've seen already. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing character designs and models. I'm like, hey, that, that kind of looks very similar to the guy that I just saw in Monster not too mm-hmm. long ago. And then I was like, what? I remembered like there was an Astro Boy connection. So like, what's the Astro Boy connection again? I Googled it. The guy who created Monster also made this series. <laughs> so I was like, God damn it, he there got it me is. again. Gotcha. And just like Monster, <laughs> as soon as I started it, I got sucked right in. Oh, yeah. Just, woo. Yeah. And man, man. Uh, so I think this might be his best work. Oh, wow. Um, okay. It is... So it is a another crime thriller, but it's also, I think, the closest version I will ever see to like a very good adaptation, a very good different take on Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Like it's that level of like uh, like satire and commentary, but like actually good with characters that like and messaging that's like, yeah, no, we're all about like trying to show the best of humanity while also not shying away from like the all downright deplorable of humanity. So yeah. so just like with Watchmen, this movie or this anime starts off with like a series of murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a world where robots and humans live together side by side, mm-hmm. living in this futuristic world. Uh, and, and there is someone going around who not only is uh, murdering robots and leaving like antlers by the sides of the bodies, uh, but then the same person's also going around murdering uh, advocates for robotic human rights, Mm. uh, robotic civil rights, basically, Yeah, and murdering those people and also putting antlers around their bodies, too. And the one of the main characters, uh, Detective Gachette, uh, he is a robotic detective, mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out the the mystery behind all of this, all the while connecting it to all these other robots who basically on their own are weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. but are like the gentlest and purest souls you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. And then okay. uh, their involvement in a... Okay, get this. Are you ready for it? Their involvement 
in the uh, the 39th Persian War, Ooh. where the United States of Thracia attacked <laughs> the Persian country uh-huh. because there were suspicions that uh, Persia had weapons of mass, mass destruction. destruction. How did I know? <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, ooh, I know what's happening oh, right now. Wow. And if you're listening at home, you know, you know what's happening you right know, now. You know. It, so, yeah, from beginning to end, this was a really, really great series. Not only just like a great commentary on things like the yeah. Iraq War yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and all that, but also just like a really great view on like what does it mean to be a human why do we continue to like struggle and fight when everything goes wrong? Mm-hmm. And uh, more importantly, I, I said those words and I immediately forgot my thought. No, it's um, more importantly, like at what point does a human or do, can a robot become a human? Mm. And I feel like they actually answer that question in this show. Ooh, okay. Like they right. actually present you with a case of like, this is the one thing that's keeping a robot back from being a human being. Right. Uh, and it is great, amazing. Uh, so unbiased opinion, it's mm-hmm. probably closer to a 9 out of 10. Hey! Uh, just because there's like, you know, a few things here or there. Mm-hmm. But like, honest to God, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. Hey! <laughs> it's a 10 out of 10. Hey, man, just be, hey, you know, you can say This it. is it, yeah. Say 10 out of 10, man. This is probably my favorite anime of the year if I'm I'm going to be flat out honest with you guys. Oh, I got to put this down, man. I got to put this on the queue. Beautiful. Um, And then, very last, so again, I haven't watched all of it yet. I only have two episodes left. Okay. But I just got to say, Blue-Eyed Samurai. It's also on Netflix. I think it dropped like the same week Pluto did. Okay. And I started watching it. And again, immediately got sucked in. So have you heard of Blue-Eyed Samurai? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, And I did see it. I mean, because obviously, like, you know, from the things that I've watched, it's like one of the things that popped up. So I was like, all right, and let me Google, you know, get my Googles on with Blue-Eyed Samurai. And uh, yeah, I have heard... Uh, a lot of good things. I know it's rated really high right now. Just, yes, it is. Just like Pluto. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, and you got two episodes left? You said? I got two episodes left. And okay. let me tell you, this is probably one of the the best Netflix series, like standalone series that they've done in a minute. Really? Like, holy... So both you and Ant, quite frankly, need to watch this show. Okay. Because right. it's, like, probably one of the the better if not one of the best like samurai uh tv shows i've seen in a minute okay uh the entire premise is it takes place in uh like 1600s japan Mm -hmm. it's at this point where japan has become completely isolationist where they're just close off their borders they're not laying any foreigners in yeah and white people are banned they are gone oh man but in this time there are Four white people fucking around. Oh shoot! <laughs> Four white people, and they're they're bad white people. Oh, they are the boy. like slave traders, arms dealers. They're just there, but they're hiding. They're working with like crimes and corrupted government. Okay, I was going to ask. So they were the so they were the only four that are yes. in the country right now. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Besides and the, the main character of the series, Mizu, is a. Uh, 
self-taught samurai ronin who is wandering the country out for revenge mm, to kill those. each one of these white men because mizu himself is uh half white and the telltale okay. sign is his blue eyes. Oh. So people look at him and they immediately know that that he's mixed. Right. Uh, that he's not uh, not yeah. a full Japanese Not full, person. you know yes. what I'm saying? And they immediately like despise him, revile him. Oh, uh, man. So he is out on revenge to kill these four white people who are the only four potential people <laughs> who could be Snap. his father. Damn. Uh, and, and then, like you were saying, they're all corrupted. And they're all corrupt. Yeah, they're all Jeez. pieces of shit, too. That's the best part about Damn, it. Damn, man. And this show has, like, some of the best action sequences I have ever seen. I was literally, before we went to record this, I was on yeah. episode five. Mm -hmm. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Like you think that uh, Rock Lee taking off his weighted uh -huh. uh, yeah. raining bracelets That's right. during Naruto was yep. it? No, man, there's a scene in this where uh, he takes off his weighted bracelets and then he starts doing something else. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't know I had this, huh? Yeah. Wow. No, it is... Absolute fire. Um, I am absolutely loving it. All the characters are really, really just great. Uh, the animation, like, it's this, again, really great blend of, like, 3D and 2D animation. So everything with it looks superb, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just, like, very, very just compelling storytelling. Very, very interesting. So, uh, yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but hey, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Absolutely love it. I cannot recommend it enough. Netflix. Don't fuck up. <laughs> Listen to me. You did good with the One Piece adaptation. Yeah, they, you hey. got that renewed for a season hey, two. Come so on, I'll man. give you a pass with that. <laughs> don't, don't drop the ball with this because you got gold. That's right. That's right. Man, yo, man. shout out to them, man. I'm going to have to check this out because I've been hearing a lot of high reviews. And after that review, man, I'm definitely intrigued by it. That's a deep, dope, like, story, like, just premise. I'm in. There I, there is one fight sequence where they start playing a Japanese cover of For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Oh, my and God. And I did not know I needed that. Oh, yeah, I might have to check that out. No, I'm in. I'm in now, man. I'm adding that to the queue right now. I'm pulling up my Netflix, add it to the queue, because, man, oh, man, yeah, I need. And that's the thing, man. I've always been saying, and, you know, shout out to the samurais out there, man. If you're a samurai, shout out to mm. you, man. You get overlooked. I, but shout out to y'all. I want, I want that back, man. I've been saying it for the longest want to time. Bring the samurai back? I'll, well, not just samurai. Just I want martial arts to like make a resurgence. Oh hell man. yeah! You know what I'm saying? I want samurais. You already know I want ninjas more than anything. Oh but yeah. Ninjas, samurai. I just want that back, yo. I'm just, yeah. Like back in the like in the '90s, man. It was so many ninja films, mm. and even to the kids, man. You had three ninjas. You know, like it was like I love that, man. And I just want that to come back. I, I want a resurgence of that, and you know. Animes like this, I mean, hopefully we'll get it. I mean, we have it in these big properties already. It's just not like, uh, I guess, I guess it's like the main, like, idea. It's not like in the actual premise of it. It's just like during a fight scene, they just happen to know all these martial arts skills. So I'm like, I want it to kind of like focus on, hey, a movie about ninjas that's, you know, corrupt or a samurai like this one right here that I'm definitely going to check out. And uh, yeah, man, I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. Ten out of ten for this one. I cannot wait. I'm ad I'm added it to the queue just uh, just now, so we good. I'm oh, here. Yeah. I want. You will not be disappointed. I, I will also go ahead and say a lot of sex and a lot of gore. Ooh. And I can love it every Ooh. minute of it. 
<laughs> so this is mature. Okay. Put the kiddies put the to kid, bed. Put the kids to bed. All right. I'm going to check this up. Late night. <laughs> Fire, man. Well, that is awesome. And is that uh, that wrapped up all your reviews? Oh, yeah. Right? That's it. We got through it, folks. We no, did hey, it. Yeah. man. You killed it, man. Killed it, man. Rigel cooking this episode, man. That's how we do it. <laughs> That's how we do it. The reason why I'm cooking so well is because there's a rat co- pulling on my hair right now. Mm. That's it. That's it, man. Mm. Got a little, got a little <laughs> ratatouille situation happening. I like uh, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you got a little bit of a. <laughs> he, he recommends really good anime to me, and I listen. Hey, that's it. That, hey, that's what I'm saying, man. Sometimes you gotta listen. Sometimes that's man. the that's the ratatouille sequel that that we actually need. That'd just, be just dope. Remy and yeah. uh, whatever the hell his name was. I forgot just that. Chilling, yeah. chilling on the couch mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, should I watch this show? Nah, it looks nah, bad. Nah, it looks bad. No, that, that one was Samurai. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, y'all. Hopefully, y'all liked or better yet, loved this issue of the comic section this week because uh, we definitely gave y'all a lot, man. A lot of good things to talk about. Go to your friends and discuss it, argue about it, and let us know your thoughts as always, man. Are y'all excited about the reviews that we had? Do you agree? Are y'all looking forward to watching what we reviewed? Or are you just like, uh, I mean, I may be on the fence about it, but y'all might have talked me into it. Definitely let us know again Mm. on our social media pages at the comic section and before we end things out again y'all definitely thank y'all so much man uh i believe we have our 2023 spotify wrapped and uh, i'm gonna send it to you oh uh yeah they they just emailed me as we were recording and uh the stats looks amazing so thank you all of our fans out there and uh and spotify you know shout outs to y'all man shout outs to all of y'all for uh tuning in every week and uh, you know our numbers are yeah. are doing really well end of the year, and um, and yeah, so uh, I'm super excited. And our five year anniversary, I believe, is in a couple of days hey. as well, man. <laughs> all of that, man, and right before the new year, yo. So I uh, definitely wanted to you know put that out there for all of our listeners. Thank y'all so much, and uh, all the people that listen on Spotify for sure. And uh, yeah, because they're doing all of these uh, Spotify raps. Um, and uh, with the music and stuff. So when they sent us the email for the podcast, I'm like, oh, man. And I saw the stats. Looks good, man. Thank you guys so Hell much. Yeah. Man. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Yeah, You're man. awesome. For real, for Give real. Give yourself a little smooth. That's right, man. Give a pat on the back for me. I love you. Yeah, You're awesome. Absolutely. And as always, before we wrap things up, Rigel, you want to let the good people know where they can find you. Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and threads at flash.photography.cause for my personal slash cosplay content. And then for my all around meme tacular page, you can follow me at always sunny in Watchmen, where I'd be posting the dopest of memes. Uh, you can also follow my lovely fiance, Alicia hyphen Joe at uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and I believe she's still on Twitter too. Uh, All right. Yeah, mainly, you know, yeah, mainly follow her there on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And then, uh, and then, of course, there's our, our lovely co-host who is who is not here today. He is mm-hmm. out kicking ass somewhere else. But <laughs> there is uh, there is Ant, the other half of the gruesome twosome. That's at, right. Uh, Lucha Vandross That's on right. Instagram. Uh, so you can definitely find them there. That's Lucha underscore Vandross. Yes, indeedy. Yeah. Yes, indeedy. And also make sure y'all follow our OG co-host of the show, Lil CO. At Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. Also, shout outs to our homie Comic Book John. Follow him on social media at Comic Book John and, of course, his uh, Bright Light Comics imprint. And uh, yeah, man, definitely shout outs to them. And holla at your boy, me on Facebook, IG, and threads at J Rock the Mic. That's J R O C D A 
M-I-C. But most importantly, follow the comic section mm-hmm. as if you don't already, but you should or tell a friend you should. So make sure you follow us all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, if you don't stop. Hit it! And of course, thecomicsectionnetwork.com. Again, that's thecomicsectionnetwork.com where you can find this episode and other affiliated Comic Section Network shows. And also, shout out to our merch partners, Exotic Enclave, because while you're there, you can hit the merch tab, see some dope fire. Upcoming merch is coming in the next few weeks, next few months, 2024. Our merch game is going up as well. And also, remember to use promo code BESTFANSEVER. Save yourself 10% off on all the items in the merch store. And uh, other than that, man, thank you guys so much, man. Five-year anniversary, damn near is here. So uh, happy five years to us, you know what I'm saying? Ah. kindergarten now guys that's right that's right (laughs) and of course we're going closer and closer man inching more and more to uh, issue 300 that's right around the corner man so thank you guys so much again continue to tell a friend to tell a friend numbers are going up downloads going up subscribers followers all of that's going up thanks to y-o-u and uh we're extremely thankful and uh i'm extremely grateful for everybody who contributes to the show yeah and uh yeah i'm just excited man 2024 we doing it we doing it big, baby. We're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as always, I've been your host, Jason, alongside my very talented co-host, Rigel. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. You are now tuned in to the award-winning Comic Section Podcast Network.